Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where it is a final from Baltimore. The Chiefs beat the Ravens 34-20, to a huge second quarter for Kansas City. They get out to a big halftime lead of 27-10, to and they go on to win it 34-20. It looked like a blowout, but a big turnover in the third quarter. The Ravens able to capitalize. They get a field goal. They get a big defensive stand as well. The Chiefs get a touchdown late. They win it 34-20 when clearly this game could have been 56-20. A big second quarter for the Chiefs. They win Patrick Mahomes 385 through the air and four touchdowns. Joining us now on the hotline. He has just finished 5,000 words on Syracuse's defeat of Georgia Tech last week. CBS Sports NFL Insider. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lockenfora. It is the aforementioned Jason Lockenfora. What's happening, Jay? What's going on, man? Dude, I, I feel bad. I know that uh, this is a big game coming up for you guys in Baltimore and the Ravens. You were hoping Lamar and Mahomes to see what was going to happen. And, oh, man, you guys just fell under that Mahomes train. Uh, look, this was um... – this was one-way traffic. Uh, yeah, yeah. This was okay. this was a beatdown. Don't get it twisted. Uh, and and Lamar didn't play well, and Hollywood Brown didn't play well, and Mark Andrews didn't play well, and none of the Ravens' defensive line played well. Uh, and it's another sort of instance where they they show up um, small on the big stage, but 
their coaching staff showed up real small too. I mean, they've been out. Like you can go back to the, the two previous losses to Kansas City, where I don't know what the hell they were doing on offense or defense. That absolutely applies tonight. I mean, you run six times for 60 yards on the opening drive. Lamar runs twice for 35. And you call one more designed quarterback run the rest of the second half, which was negated by penalty. And you call two more runs the entire rest of the – I'm sorry, the first half. Uh, maybe don't try to, you know, show off to get a head coaching job by throwing it all over the place. Like maybe just keep running the ball. And on the other side – if you want to bring six and seven against bad quarterbacks, do it. It's going to work most of the time. You do it against Mahomes, he's going to absolutely gut you, especially when you do it without having really any individually great pass rushers. And Wink Martindale kept bringing his best corner, Marlon Humphrey, and his best safety, Chuck Clark, on defensive back blitzes on third and, and forever in crucial instances. And Mahomes went 10-12, and he kept bringing Matt Judon on these delayed blitzes that never got home. And they got absolutely destroyed on third down. And, um, you know, that, that's a problem. They, they got thoroughly outcoached. So Kansas City's a different, different level than them. They, they just are. And there's a reason the Ravens tried to trade for Ngonkwe. And there's a reason they tried to trade for Clowney. And they better. <laughs> I mean, it's like if you want to win 12, 13 games, beat bad teams, and then, you know, see what you can do in the playoffs. Don't do anything, but if, if you want to try to beat a Kansas City or you want to try to beat a Russell Wilson in the postseason or beat an Aaron Rodgers in the postseason or, or um, you know, maybe even beat a Ben Roethlisberger in the postseason, when we'll see how he holds up, um, you better be able to get pressure with four or five uh, without bringing corners and safeties, and, and they can't. Well, you know, tomorrow on 105.7 there in Baltimore, you'll have plenty of people calling for guys' jobs. So you basically can kick your feet up and it'll be an easy show. Yeah, we're not. We don't take a lot of calls. So that, that yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, like tomorrow, That's not I mean, how if we you roll. wanted a day off, you could do that. Uh, but does. If Dino much, Babers called, he would take that phone call. No, you got to take that call. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, he would I have agree. to. But I, I guess the larger question becomes are, are they just front runners? In other words, once you're behind, you're, you're done? Um. I think the passing game can expand. Um, and they're a very good franchise, and they're a very good team. But Kansas City, like, Kansas City's special. And Kansas City's going to beat a lot of people. And, and I think their roster, 1 through 53, is better than Kansas City's in some ways, but they are not built to beat Kansas City. They're, they're just not. They're not built. It's great that you have all those defensive backs, but – like if nobody gets home, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't really. It, it 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 doesn't really matter. And if you're not willing to play zone and sit back and and take and try to frustrate him and force him to dink and dunk you, if you want to keep playing, you know, only one high, um, and bringing more numbers than you should because this kid's established what he does against the blitz. Like if if you won't change your spots to beat him, then he'll keep pulling your pants down. Um, so, you know, I mean, play from behind, not play from behind. They, 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 at their core, they run to set up the pass. And when they try to get away from that, like in the Tennessee playoff game, like in some of these Chiefs games, like tonight, when they get too cute, they end up paying for it. But saying all that, Lamar had a bad game. Mark Andrews had a bad game. Hollywood Brown had a bad game and they don't have, that's their offense. Like they don't, you know, Miles Boykin, I don't really know what he is. Devin Duvernay, I don't think anybody really knows what he is yet um, in terms of within their actual offense. You know, Willie Sneed is a, you know, less than replacement level slot guy. Like that's, you know, that's who he's throwing the ball to. Like that, that's who, that's who they are. Um, Dobbins, we'll see. You know, I think Gus Edwards is the best running back. He gets no, he doesn't yes. get any love. But when they put the fullback in there and they put Nick Boyle in there and they run Gus Gus Edwards from the pistol, people don't stop them. They did it four times tonight. They got forty yards. Why did they only do it four times? 
Jason Locken for CBS Sports NFL Insider with us here on Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. All right, so from this game tonight, uh, let's go to some of the other big stories, you know, floating around the NFL following week three. Mike and I got into it a few minutes ago. The Mitchell Trubisky era, at least for now, is over. Despite the fact the Bears are 3-0, and they got all kinds of problems. They go to Nick Foles. Does this solve the Bears' issues? Foles is the guy the rest of the year and things are great? No, I mean, you're going to get 13 weeks out of Nick Foles? Good luck. <laughs> They, they couldn't get six quarters out of them last year in Jacksonville. I mean, your offensive line might be a little better than theirs last year, but, but it, it also might not. Uh, no. I mean, look, they've played nobody yet. I mean, that they, they've, they're, they're in the honeymoon phase. They say that there was no preseason in the NFL this year. No, really, there was. The Bears, the Bears pretty much got it. Um, we'll see when they have to play real football teams. But, no, I, I think the Bears are fool's gold. Uh, They've got three wins now. I, I don't think they'll finish above 500. To that end, Russell Wilson's fantastic and wide receivers that can run for days. Uh, but how good is the team? The defense is not good. Um, it wasn't good before everybody got hurt. And then everybody got hurt. Uh, how good do they have to be? I, I don't know. Um, Russell's otherworldly, and he's got pieces around him. And they can always run the ball. And, I mean, this Carson thing will be a week or two, but they'll still run the ball. Um, The offensive line isn't great, but it's good enough. I mean, I I think Seattle, as long as Russell's healthy, I mean, I think Seattle's hanging 28 on you every week. You know, they're letting him throw on first down. They're letting him throw early in games in ways they didn't before. They're they're letting him cook. are they going to win a Super Bowl as presently comprised? I don't know. I mean, there's a reason they were trying to keep Clowney around. There, there, there's a reason that, um, you know, that, that they're, they're, you see them linked to a lot of players. And I, I think they're going to look at their defense and say, man, we need somebody, you know, coming off the edge. I think they're a lot like Baltimore. They, they need somebody coming off the edge who makes you blink, who, who, who makes you worry a little bit. Um, and they're obviously going to need Jamal Adams back as soon as possible. Uh, but, but they're going to beat the, the bad teams. They're going to beat the middling teams. Can they win three in a row in January as presently constructed in, on defense? I'm not so sure, but John Schneider's a wheeler dealer. So let's see what he does between now and the middle of the season. On the other side, you had the Cowboys, who had you looked like they were coming back. They had the lead. They couldn't hold it at the end. I know it's easy to write a doom and gloom thing for the Cowboys, but, my God, Jay, this is the worst division in football in years. I mean, they, they could win this. They, they could win the, the NFC East at 6-10 and 10 and have it clinched by Thanksgiving. I mean, I, I don't think the Cowboys have that many problems right now. <laughs> uh, I, 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 don't, I don't fancy the Cowboys. I mean, I, I, I'm sure we talked about it in the offseason. I talk about it all the time. I, I think the Cowboys' biggest cheerleader is their owner, and that's a problem. Um, they, they always, you know, it, it's, it's, it's always planning the parade routes and look at all this awesome stuff we did again. And wow, what a great team. And I don't know. When's the last time the Cowboys beat anybody that mattered? Like, when's the last time they beat a really good team when it really, really mattered? I just don't see it. I don't see the defense at all. Um, they got a few guys who can rush the passer, but the linebacking cores was, was questionable before injury struck and then injury struck um, again which has been the norm. They don't have a secondary. Uh, they don't ever seem to get a, sp- a stop when they need one. They paid all this money to a running back. Okay. Watch what happens to the running back as this offensive line systematically gets longer in the tooth, gets beat down. You don't know which tackles are starting any given week. Um, the center's not there anymore. Was the, did the, run, the running back do anything? Like, was he a factor in that game whatsoever against the bad Seattle defense? No. Like, what did he do? Did they throw to him enough? Like, are they still throwing wide receiver screens on third and ten? I mean, that was a Jason Garrett staple. <laughs> I guess it stayed in the building. So, no, I don't buy the Dallas Cowboys. Can we trade coaches, Quinn, for Gase? Oh, yeah. Let, let, can we make that happen? <laughs> I, uh, I mean, go for it. I mean, <laughs> I, I have no authority over that whatsoever. Um, I don't think it would change a damn thing for either team, but but certainly there would be different press conferences. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. Let's let's get crazy with it and and try to make that happen. 
Because I gave my big, bold prediction for this week. Give me, the, give me the percentage chance this comes true. Okay, percentage chance this comes true. Jets lose to the Broncos on Thursday night. Adam Gase is fired. Greg Williams takes over. Jim Bob Cooter is promoted to offensive coordinator. 70%, 90%? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of rumors and stuff going around. I, I'm not sure that that's where Chris Johnson actually is. Um, but, I mean, look, maybe, look, they've been absolutely embarrassed. And, he, you know, this is a guy who came into the season fighting for his, his life, and there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of fighting going on in terms of, of, of sort of the spirit that that team plays with overall. And, and they've obviously had their share of issues with guys, you know, opting out and some injuries, and they just weren't a very good team on paper uh, even before then. I, I mean, when you're an owner, you're thinking, like, what is this going to – like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, so I'm going to do this. Am I doing this just to get them to stop talking about it on the radio? Am I doing this just to get them to stop writing about it in the newspapers? Or am I doing this to actually affect positive change? Um, because, uh, again – you look at the rosters, right? You see who's being sent out there to play these games. Is anybody really surprised that the Jets are horrible? Like no. the Jets were—they they, they were destined to be horrible. I mean, <laughs> I think if everything fell into place and, and you know Sammy really put it all back together and like overcame the odds, they would win five games, like maybe six. Like that's the absolute best case scenario. I'm not a like computer guy, but I bet if you ran models of their roster compared to other people's roster and replicated like what would happen if they played most NFL teams a hundred times, I, I bet they'd lose 75% of the time to most teams like that. They're not good. Um, do I think Adam Gase is going to be there in 2021? Hell no. Uh, do I think that Chris Johnson thinks other than like PR optics, getting people off his back that much would be accomplished by firing him right now. Probably not, but he, 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 that doesn't mean that he won't just do it anyway. Um, but they're, they're, they're a mess. They've been a mess for a long time. The, I don't know who's worse, them or the Giants. And, and this isn't – I mean, I saw this coming from a mile away. Like, I've been writing about this since the spring. Like, these two teams have no chance. And if they're trying to tell you that they have a chance or people in the media are trying to tell you that they have a chance, they're just spinning you because these are bad franchises that have a multitude of issues – Chief among them, they don't have enough good football players. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lockenfora. That is at Jason Lockenfora, CBS Sports, NFL insider extraordinaire, who will still grade your baseball cards if you show him pictures on the internet. Uh, Jay, as always, buddy, appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Go Cues. You got it. Thank you, guys. See you, Jason. See you, man. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Geico Studios, where we have one hell of a week coming up for you in sports. You know, we went through that big four-month gape of, of, of walking through the desert with no water, no oasis, no anything. And now we get to the late part of September where we have the NFL in full swing on Monday and Thursday nights. We have the NBA Finals on Wednesday and Friday. We have Major League Baseball playoffs on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, we have everything we want right now. I mean, it is an embarrassment of riches, knock wood, the way everything is going. Hopefully college football will get there. But, I mean, now we we went from nothing, 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 and now it's every night is something else. It's like going through a buffet and going, oh, I'm going to have this. Oh, but I want this. Oh, and I want this. Oh, and I love that. I mean, back when we had buffets. And I love this. And I love this. And I love this. That's where the sports world is right now, Mike Harmon. It is some kind of run for us, Just, which we thought was coming. Right? No, we right. said, hey, listen, we're, we're going through a tough time right now. But later on in the year, things are going to be so fun. And that's where we are. We're going to get fat and happy, my friends. Mm-hmm. You start singing like Freddie Mercury. And I want it now. <laughs> I've got it all, except for the Big Ten. But that's coming. And coming yes. soon. I can see it. Objects in rearview mirror may be closer than they appear. No, it's a beautiful time to be alive in sports flowing. We had a Monday night football game. Yeah, it didn't live up to the hype, but you know what? We got a lot of Patrick Mahomes. We got some excitement. Tomorrow, bracketology comes back as we get our Fox Sports Radio brackets going for the MLB playoffs. You should go to foxsportsradio.com and sign up. Uh, Try to beat Smith and me uh, as we predict the greatness that is the MLB bracket. It's been an odd season, 60 games, people saying, it really doesn't matter, it doesn't count. You know what? Shut up. We got 60 <laughs> games, we got through it, they didn't cower and crawl in a corner when a couple of guys tested positive for coronavirus. No, they figured out a way to keep the games going, Double headers. everybody played, everybody wins. We made it to the playoffs, so shut up. And now, we've got, other than hockey, hockey's now done. We say goodbye yeah, to congr- hockey. 
Congratulations yeah. to Tampa Bay Lightning. Maybe maybe Tom Brady, you can bring a championship to Tampa Bay like the Lightning has. Well, maybe you it. can step up to that challenge. Well, and I mean, maybe the Rays are going to be there too. I mean, it's madness. Oh, can you imagine? Every every team wins in Tampa except the Buccaneers. Ooh. Lightning win, win the Stanley Cup like they did tonight. Yeah, the Rays winning the World Series, and then Tampa, the Buccaneers lose like in the first round of the playoffs. But you know Brady's what? a bum. He's done. I'm going to the beach. Well, until he wins next week again, and then he'll be great again. Isn't that the way yeah. this works right now? You, but no, Tampa it's Bay, a fantastic time, buddy. Tampa Bay is a new city of champions, man. I mean, this is as good as it gets for Tampa Bay right now. Well, and with Florida releasing the hounds, everybody's free to go about huh. and do what they want. There's no restrictions at all. I'll tell you. They're going to have something. fans in the stands uh, October 4th. Uh, but, you know, because we just saw the win by the Chiefs over the Ravens tonight, 34-20 in – a game in which, well, let's just say you don't see the gap being narrowed no. from the Ravens to the Chiefs, right? We talked about a few minutes ago about Patrick Mahomes and, and how he's just on a different level. I don't know that people appreciate and understand how much better he is playing quarterback than anybody else, even Lamar Jackson, who was terrific. But you read Twitter right now, and you would think the Ravens are the Jets. <laughs> oh, they can't play from behind. They, whenever they're losing at halftime, the last couple of years, they they can't win. This this team needs to stop. Oh my God! Everybody, just stop for one second, okay? Stop with your first world problems with the Ravens. Oh, the Ravens. The Ravens are fine, okay? You won 14 games last year. You gacked it in the playoffs to a team that went to the AFC Championship game because you turned the football over. You're 2-1 this year. You didn't start 0-3. You, you, you put 30 points on the board in every game. You lost the defending Super Bowl champions, who, you know what, have a better quarterback than you do, who, you know what, have better weapons than you knew, who, you know what, they're better than you are. And when you can't rely on a true home field on a Monday night in a raucous crowd because of COVID-19, well, that makes it a little bit easier for the road teams to come in, settle in, and impose their will on the game. The Ravens lost to the defending Super Bowl champions who are the overwhelming favorites to win again because they have Patrick Mahomes. And I, I don't see why suddenly the sky is falling for the Ravens. Yeah, do the Ravens have issues? Sure. But every team in the NFL has issues. If you're sitting here telling me, oh, we, we, it's hard to come back. We don't play well from behind. The play calling is I understand all of that. That happens to everybody. I think and every I think there are 30 teams in the NFL, maybe not 31 because of the Chiefs, but there are 30 teams in the NFL who will say, I will trade your problems for mine. I will absolutely trade your problems, Ravens, for mine, and, and I'll, I'll do it sight unseen. And that's a, there's a reason for that. The Ravens are fine. They lost a game to a team they were supposed to lose to tonight. Their real test will be in the playoffs because they're a good enough team. They'll roll through the majority of their schedule. They got a big game against uh, Pittsburgh coming up. That's going to be fun. But, you know, look, they'll roll through. They'll be in the playoffs. That's where their next test is going to be. It's not going to be this season. Look, the Chiefs last year, they took a step back in the regular season. We thought maybe the Chiefs might not be as good as they are. What happened? They knew they had to be playing their best football in the playoffs. They did. They won the Super Bowl. And it wasn't even really a great run by the Chiefs. The Chiefs picked their picked their time uh, to be great for you know fifteen or twenty minutes in a game. It's enough to win, and so that's really where it is. If the Ravens get in the playoffs at ten and six, doesn't matter. I mean, they're getting in. It's about what can you do now when it really counts. You 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 disappointed last year. I get it. That was one game, one moment in time. What they have built from the last couple of years, from Lamar Jackson taking over quarterback till now, is still pretty bleeping good. And anybody else would change problems with you. So uh, let's just back off the whole doom and gloom for the Ravens right now. Well, remember, they, they were supposed to win this game, right? They were four-point favorites. This was the they-want-it-more game. That's what I was told. They want it more, so they were going to be able to take care of business against, well, what is, by the eye test, before this game, and certainly after it, a better team. With coaching and trickeration and everything that came in, on top of the fact that you just have a quarterback who's Pretty bleeping good. Lamar Jackson made a ton of mistakes in this game, right? If he's going to take 15, 20-yard drops, this is not, you know, football that you were playing NCAA 94 where you'd have your quarterback drop back 15 yards and then he'd wing it downfield past everybody and it was an automatic completion glitch in the game. But, <laughs> it's you know, that doesn't work. He took a couple of bad sacks, put him in bad spots. It's It's a big gap. That still needs to be filled. We talked about it with Jason Lockenfora. He's there based in Baltimore. And defensively, 
they had no answers. Kept trying to go man coverage with guys that are sprinting right past them. And you could say Marquise Brown, Mark, Mark Edwards did not have their best games. That That's kind of the difference, though. When I say Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, bring in uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and, and these other weapons, Nicole Hardman, who, who runs another sprint, right? Another guy getting up there in the speed category. Speed kills, okay? Sammy Watkins even played in this game. He wasn't supposed to. Uh, he came out and, and contributed. So that plus a pretty good defense. And as we saw last year, they can play play you any which way. They, they can rally from a slow start. Think about Bill O'Brien right now. Uh, he goes, yeah, they did that to us too. Uh, it, it just, but just buried them, right? And I really, truly have concerns with the Ravens when it comes to going into comeback mode, that if they're not up early, and yes, they had that great first drive that ended in a field goal, but Mahomes and company just shrugged, came right back down the field. All right, 7-3, game on, let's go. And they didn't have a response. They just, they just didn't. So that gap is wide. There is no rivalry. There is no Manning-Brady thing going on here. Uh, but for the Ravens, no, it's it's not the doom and gloom. It's like I was talking about with the Bears. They were 2-0, and and everybody had them equated as the Jets. This is far more egregious because the Bears are far closer to the Jets than, <laughs> than the Ravens, quite obviously. But they're 3-0. and you, you beat who's on the schedule. So you, you succeed and proceed, as it were. For the Ravens, they just know the gap is there between them and the Chiefs. Harbaugh in his post-game comments said as much. They're better than us. Right now, there's no question they are better than us. Are they better than most of the other teams in the AFC? Absolutely. Are they better than most of the teams in the NFC? Absolutely. The problem is you got to go through these guys. So you've got to figure out what the formula is to get through and keep them contained. And right now, that answer ain't happening. Right? I don't know what the the piece to the formula in terms of an available player is to where you can suddenly remedy that outside of natural attrition like we see from a number of positions in the NFL. Best wishes and quick recoveries for all of you guys because we're into the 20s with ACLs and everything else going on. So, yeah, I mean, other than that, if this is the squad that they face down the road in the playoffs, it's going to be the same result. They're not beating them. There's right, no but even even if, even if it's even if it's not right, okay, you have 13 weeks to really get it right. All right, no no team in the NFL is playing week three how they're going to be playing week 17 and getting into Absolutely. the play. You have so much time, and that's right. I I I get that all that we think about the Ravens think okay this is when they need to take that big step right we need they're expected to Lamar Jackson's the MVP he's that great let's see him ascend like Patrick Mahomes did except Lamar Jackson is not Patrick Mahomes there's one Patrick Mahomes and nobody else is even close to it and when they don't oh man now suddenly there's all kinds of problems now are there tweaks are there things you need to do sure but even as bad a game as it has this wasn't like it, it got out of control there was a point and they made some big plays in the third quarter and they made it into a one score game but the Chiefs are still the Super Bowl champions they're better across I mean where do you think the Ravens are better than the Chiefs where it counts where defensively are they no they're not okay so let's go to offense now uh quarterback no wide receiver no tight end no running back no. So where? So tell me where. It's close at running back because the Ravens have a couple of good guys that can run. But but listen, clearly what the Chiefs are doing at running back is better. The, the Chiefs are better than the Ravens everywhere. So so tell me where suddenly this is a big failure and suddenly it's, oh, my God. They're better at all the skill positions. They're better everywhere. Everywhere. So now what you need to do is how do you out-scheme? Because the way the Chiefs came in tonight, they found a way to out-scheme on the road. Let's do it. And to a team that thought they were going to come in and show us that they're the new uh, kids on the block who are not the real new kids on the block. I mean, that's the, you know, they're in Boston, Sure, but we're, we're, we're the new, we're the new big kids on the block and it happens. So what do you do now? You worry about the trade deadline. You have free agency. You have things you can do. I wouldn't doubt if this pushes the Ravens into making a big move, either maybe it's Antonio Brown and they figure, okay, we'll have him for the very end of the season, or if they, you know, Josh Gordon, something, who knows? But th- this might be something that becomes a pretty big move at, to try to figure this out. We can't score with the 
Chiefs. So how do we get there and get to a point where we can outscore them? And I want to do something really big coming up soon. And you know that Lamar Jackson had talked about Antonio Brown before. You know he's got the suspension. But we, if we do this and we wait and we, we pay off later on in the year – Watch out. It's something they're going to react to this, and they should, because this is clearly the, the, the Ravens getting a wake-up call that, you know what, listen, maybe they're not as good as, as uh, maybe we're not as good as we thought. We still have to wait. Okay, so how do we fix that? But this is not doom and gloom, panic moment, and let's blow everything up, and we need new play callers and new everything else. You, you're still absolutely fine. Do you need to get better? Yes, but you can do that because it's week three. It's week three. Right. That's why all the uh... – weight put on this matchup. I get it. It's a Monday night standalone affair. Let's get after it. But again, trying to create the rivalry doesn't work for me. Uh until Lamar and company beat Patrick Mahomes, it's not. It's just the team you're chasing and the litmus test of how far you still have to go. And like you say, it'll be curious to see if they can pull off a deal to bring in another playmaker. Maybe another in on defense, but certainly in the receiving core. It's like, I like Marquise Brown. Is he a number one? No. You know, we went through other personnel. Who else do you have? Bunch of unproven guys or veterans who are just banjo players. And then you have Edwards, who's special. His snap count is up. He's become more than a red zone player. Certainly, he's a guy that is a force. And you've got a good ground game. But against a team like this, you've got to keep pace with them. You're not shutting them down. Right? It's like... We we're talking with, with Seattle. Their defense right now is atrocious. But you know Russell's still putting 28 on you. Mm-hmm. So it, it's that same same feeling is if you get get behind or, or same fact, as it were, you know, you get behind, can you catch up? Can you stay with this team and slug it out for four quarters? I don't know that you can without making a big move, but who's available and who is that difference maker that you can bring in? Do you have an AFC North conspiracy where they can bring in Odell Beckham Jr.? Look, Cleveland, even though you're two and one, you stink. Just send him that way. Uh, <laughs> so we can see uh, more, more competition. Antonio Brown is always interesting and the name is always there, but is that really a solution? We shall see uh, eligible what week nine uh, to get mm-hmm. to the return. So, uh, lots to be said, but and look, got to play the games, got to play them out. We know attrition. We know nobody's getting through fully healthy, so we'll see how much that changes the complexion of things as we roll. And don't forget, Pittsburgh's a pretty good squad too, and so they're they're going to make well, some Pittsburgh's noise. My, well, you know the Steelers; they're my Super Bowl well, pick. Well, I know, but I mean, hanging out in the, the division—that's a problem, right? <laughs> they're they're going to fight you. So this this is going to be fun. It's going to be, but in Baltimore. I know they'll have some skies falling radio and people will be mad because it is a failure on a big stage against the team. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And right now, whoo, I don't think so. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Clippers make a big move today that we told you was going to happen, even though many people said the last few days, no, 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 they're going to stick with Doc Rivers. Well, today, according to owner Steve Ballmer, a mutual decision was made for Doc Rivers to not return to the Clippers, and the Clippers are now looking for their next head coach. Why did we tell you this was going to happen? All the evidence was there the night they got eliminated by the Denver Nuggets. All right, They're up 3-1, third time in Doc Rivers' coaching career. He has blown a 3-1 lead in the playoffs. There's only been 13 instances of that in the history of the NBA, and Doc Rivers was the head coach for three of them. Everything the Clippers players said that night Everything made a headline, every single thing. And it was all things that could be laid at the feet of Doc Rivers. That fall under the responsibility of the head coach. What did we hear? The chemistry wasn't, wasn't there. Uh, players didn't know their responsibilities and, and got out of whack. The players weren't in shape in the bubble. Uh, there were questions about Doc Rivers' rotations. Now he stuck with the same rotations even when the Nuggets figured them out and started to to pummel them. Uh, he still stuck with playing the same players. Look, I get it's tough to not play Lou Williams, but when Lou Williams stinks for four games in a row, guess what? Uh, Lou Williams doesn't get the ball. All right? it happened. That, that's how it works in the NBA. You adapt. Doc Rivers didn't do any of these things. These were the players. This is Kawhi Leonard. This is Paul George. This is all... The, this is Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell. They're all saying without saying, hey, uh, all these things were things that we should have uh, been able to take care of. And we don't know that we're the most confident in Doc Rivers because there's no way it goes 10 days and then the meeting comes that, hey, mutually we're going to decide to not come back. You think Doc didn't want to come back with this team that's ready to win the NBA Finals? Of course he wanted to come back. He doesn't want to be on TV next year, which he's going to be, you know, sitting next to Mike Tirico and talking about things while Mark Jackson is coaching the Clippers. He doesn't want to be that guy, but he's going to. This is why. This is one of those, after the season's over, let's, let's calm down, let's talk to the players. Let's talk to them, see what they have to say. Hey, you know what? We need another direction. We need something else because Doc Rivers has proven he is an A to B head coach, right? He won a championship with, with the Celtics, and that was terrific. He almost won two. 
He had three Hall of Fame players, not just all-star players. He had Hall of Fame players on that team, and he had a couple others who were really, really good. Uh, But the rest of his coaching career, especially with the Clippers, he's evaded a lot of criticism when clearly there's a lot that goes on him. He had the first invention of the Clippers which was Blake and DeAndre Jordan and Chris Paul and a great bench that was headed up by J.J. Redick, probably the best bench in the NBA. That group didn't get out of the second round of the playoffs. Doc is able to oversee this transformation, mainly because of what went on with Steve Ballmer taking over from Donald Sterling, and I give Doc a lot of credit. He's a very strong person as far as, hey, I I can help take care of a lot of these things, and he made that path crossover smooth I mean Doc's a good guy and and there's certain things that are really his strengths and that was one of them hey let's keep everybody together we're good we're all on the same page so that team goes out they get rid of everybody and now here's a new team that is led by Kawhi Leonard who's probably going to be a Hall of Famer Paul George who if he would rise to the moment would be a Hall of Famer you have the best bench in the NBA you have everything you need and still you can't get out of the second round of the playoffs Doc has been great at avoiding blame for a long time you know, not not he's he's never been someone to say this is my fault. This is he's always been. Well, we we have to do this better, and it's execution, right? It's kind of like what Adam Gase does with the Jets. I mean, clearly different coaches, but whenever you ask Adam Gase what's wrong, well, we didn't execute. We didn't execute. So not my fault. We just didn't execute, which is kind of a total failure. But I'm I'm not taking the blame. Doc never was someone who took the blame, right? His most famous quote was what? It's not Blake, it's all of us, right? It's not Blake, it's all of us. This is where a head coach says, hey, this is on me, right? The good head coaches say, this is on me, I got to figure this out. And all of these things finally came home to roost on Doc Rivers when they got eliminated. And clearly, like I said, you need that coach that can be a B to C head coach. Doc Rivers is A to B. And he got, he got you there. Look, you got the Clippers went from, hey, we'll put things together. Now, hey, we're a title threat, but we can't get out of the second round of the playoffs. So now they need that new coach B to C. This is not surprising. We thought it was going to happen. We told you it was going to happen. That it happened today is not shocking and shouldn't be shocking. Well, I think, one, I, I like that you've adopted my A to B, B to C. I've been, uh, buddy, line. you've been rubbing yeah. off on me for seven years now. No, exactly. Well, that, that marked the tape on that. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's <laughs> now the. In fact, with Doc Rivers, it, it's the unfortunate – this can be true and also, well, still be true, is that we hear from the Wait, players – did you just say this could still be true and no, it could no, no, still no, be but, true? No, 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 but like, <laughs> two, the, there's two things to it, right? In that who was the guy credited with keeping the players in the bubble and not all walking out? Doc Rivers was given a lot of credit for talking and counseling guys through staying true to – being in the bubble and going forward, right? So he was able mm-hmm. to get chemistry and cohesiveness, coordination across the players' association by being a mentor and a guy who used his voice. Yet that didn't translate to the locker room for his team. Kind of a, in, interesting that you have those two things uh, diametrically opposed that are true, <laughs> right? He gets everybody together. But we hear from internally that the players weren't together. And we know there were some concerns about guys being in shape at the start of things, right? Because you had Lou Williams and his trip, Montrez Harrell missing time due to uh, a death in the family. But you had ample time to get back together and, and get right and get your rotations and start working on that chemistry again. Everybody played the same games. Uh, some teams rallied through, others didn't. And, you know, Kawhi may not be a vocal leader, but he's the lead-by-example guy, which means it goes back on the coach. And I know his uh, Kawhi's trainer had taken shots at both Harrell and Paul George for their conditioning through time as well. So, you know, that shot and Paul George, you know, you feel for him when he said, hey, the darkness and everything else, you can understand that big discussion on mental health. And we've seen Kevin Love and his movement to try to make sure players were looked after and and received the help that they needed, and, and those are all good things. But on the court, he, he didn't live up to the number two billing a lot of nights, right, to be the guy to help push you over. And all those six men of the year awards suddenly were, were invisible because those guys didn't mat, match what their production was supposed to be on a night-to-night basis. So it all falls at the, at the feet of Doc Rivers. Right, you're really no better off than you were with Blake and Chris Paul at this point. 
right? When it when mm-hmm. it's all said and done, you're you basically over seven years, you ran in place, which is what evidently a lot of the players should have been doing to get themselves in conditioning to be able to play uh, and compete and not get tired uh, as we roll through. See how that all works together. But the the larger scale is you're looking across at the other locker room if you're Steve Ballmer and you see how players bought into Frank Vogel and a lot of guys that were, you know, ancillary parts are playing big roles and did in this last series and will need to be that big in this next series against your Heat if they're going to take home a crown. But the difference is they're still playing. That those guys over overcame whatever the perceived shortcomings were, and they rallied around the central message. They all bought into playing defense, toughness, and around LeBron James. I think kind of feeling threatened by LeBron James to some degree uh, as well. But And I say that with, with a laugh and a smile. But just the the reality is you're looking over there as you want to build your own arena. You want to get out under the shadow of the Lakers, and you're running in place. You made the big splash. You bought all sorts of signage around town and commercials, and Kawhi was everywhere as the new superstar to combat the, the Lakers, right? The streetlights over spotlights movement, even though you brought in two top ten players, uh, well, before Paul George's playoffs, two top 10 players. But the the idea that you were built for now and you got bounced and the other team is still playing. So something's got to give as you try to go to the next level and try to bring that title to fruition. Unfortunately, Doc Rivers is that guy. I wish him the best, whether it's TV or one of these other vacancies, uh, but the time was now for a split. And I'll tell you, it was fun seeing Phil Jackson trend today. Like, oh, they're going to call Phil Jackson. I joked about it saying, hey, virtual work in 2020, (laughs) man. (laughs) I mean, look, Phil is done. Hello. He just had his birthday the other day. Is it the last birthday, Phil? It was 75, I think. Uh, no. he's not he's look he can't even he he can't do the travel anymore he doesn't need to he 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 ruined the Knicks I mean this is <laughs> not, not nobody cares about the Knicks you're gonna get Let him coach gonna, Phil Jackson is gonna come back and they're gonna run the triangle I mean that's not gonna that's not gonna happen that's just crazy but you know what they need to do this is where the Clippers go okay this is what because you want a coach that can say all right we have all this talent what do I need to do to get them to play together because he doesn't really have a system he fits his system around the players. He put his home on the market in San Antonio. There was rumors he was going to go to the Nets. I make an under-the-radar or an over-the-radar run, however you want to do it, at Greg Popovich and see what shakes loose. Are you, are you ready to move on? Because you know the Spurs seem like they're ready to start the next invention of the Spurs, and maybe Popovich isn't the guy, and maybe he wants a change of scenery for the last couple of years. I, I try to make that run at Greg Popovich and just see. I mean, maybe, maybe I will apply will for it. a press credential tomorrow. I mean, I mean, maybe nothing. Happens. Yeah, I mean, maybe nothing will come of it, and maybe not. But when you're talking about boy, who's the right coach to replace Doc Rivers? Greg Popovich is the coach. He's the guy that's going to, in the first minute of a game, the first minute Paul George blows a defensive assignment, timeout, and Paul George is sitting on the bench. That's true. He is what the Clippers need. Greg Popovich is what they need. However, Kawhi Leonard hates Greg Popovich. So does he really hate him enough? Does he really hate him enough? Because remember, that was the whole thing. There was no trust with Kawhi Leonard and the Spurs. It's why he left for Toronto. Does he really hate him enough to, to say, no, there's no way I could play for him. The trust is gone. Or is it... Boy, we really need something, and all right, let's bury the hatchet. Because remember, Kobe and, and 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 Phil Jackson didn't get along after Phil Jackson's book came out. Could they ever? And and look what happened. They wound up coaching together and winning championships. So I really wonder. I I, I wonder that would be fascinating just to see Kawhi. Do you really not want to play for Greg Poppett? Tell me that. You, is it a no? Is it a, is it a hard no? Is it a somewhat of a no? Or is it is it just eh? You know, if you need him, we get him. I mean, that's that would be really something. I love that idea. Mm. Let's go. Mm. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Now, just like we did for the NBA playoffs, because, you know, I picked the heat to go to the finals Shut before up! the playoffs started. Uh, Fox Sports Radio has created our first ever baseball playoffs bracket challenge. That's right. Now it's a 16-team MLB playoffs and a crapshoot. It is bracket challenge time. Go to foxsportsradio.com right now or any point by 1 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday to compete against Fox Sports Radio hosts and fellow listeners, and the winning bracket gets a free Westinghouse 
50-inch Roku TV. So check out FoxSportsRadio.com to fill out your MLB playoffs bracket right now in the NBA playoffs bracket that we're doing Mike and I and George Reister are tied at the top for Fox Sports radio host Now none of us are eligible to win a TV although I think I should be uh, and if the heat my heat win the finals I win if the Lakers win then George Reister wins so climb on board plenty room on the heat bandwagon for all of us uh, Mike and I'll be making our picks for the final four of the baseball playoffs coming up in a couple of minutes uh, but the first thing, this this is the big thing about baseball that I don't think people are taking into account. Tomorrow morning, we're going to get four playoff games. And then we're going to get four playoff games the next day and four and four and four. And baseball has changed. Baseball will change forever because of what happened the last couple weeks and what we're going to see in the next two weeks. Baseball changed this year, obviously, because of COVID-19. What did we see? 16 teams are in the playoffs, and the last two weeks were so bleeping exciting. You had so many teams clinching every couple of days. You had great stories of teams clinching. Look at the look at the White Sox in the playoffs turning around. Look at the Marlins in the playoffs turning around. Look at the excitement down to the final day where, where four or five teams still had a shot at the final uh, wild card. The Mets, had they won their last three games, would have been in as a wild card. I mean, this is how crazy it was was now you're gonna you're gonna piggyback that with three game series in the next few days where upsets can happen teams can go home the nightly excitement is going to be tremendous and baseball is going to look at this and go now let's play this out for next year we play this out over 162 games they can never go back to the old way they can they, they never could you're talking about navigating all that season where only a smaller handful of teams make the playoffs they're going to add at least two teams to the playoffs in each in each league i guarantee it cuz you can't go back to the old way cuz there's so much excitement you're talking about stadiums being filled and playoff chases going all the way down to the final month of the season and then you're talking about a crazy ass playoffs that will have its own news cycle because we're not going to be playing the NBA Finals at this time next year. We're not going to be playing the NHL Finals at this time next year. Baseball will have its normal spot in the spotlight back, and it's going to be through the roof exciting. There's no way baseball goes back to the old way of playoffs. They're going to expand it for next year. They're going to use a lot of changes. Baseball changed forever these last two weeks, and what we're going to see the next two weeks, I guarantee it. No, I I think absolutely. You, You take all of these things in, and I know baseball purists are like, I don't like this, I don't like it. Take it all in and, and recognize where there was some greatness found, uh, particularly when you get into the seven-inning double headers. Regularly schedule those. There was nothing better growing up than going to a true traditional double header. And even if you still want to get the gate and you want to split them into day-night, do the seven innings. Move on. People will be okay with it. Get them on. Get them over. Get them in. Now the night game ends a little bit faster. Great. Because you know what? In theory, the kids are all back at school by then. And then during the summer and fall, you know, you, you have whatever you need to do. Because in the summer, you can then go frolic freely as you need to. Uh, but I think all these changes are good. More playoff teams. The day baseball is always a win for me. Uh, we'll see how much of that remains. But the expanded playoffs, and uh, you can keep that 10th inning thing. I'm done with that. But, <laughs> but, the, but the expanded playoffs, yeah, get more cities involved, more excitement. As you said, on a normal schedule, it's college football, the NFL, and Major League Baseball. That's it. Everybody else would have been long done, right? We'd be looking at Summer League uh, and coming out of Summer League basketball and waiting for that to start in the normal calendar. The Stanley Cup final would have been long done. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning finishing it off tonight. But I think it's it's going to be great fun, all these young teams. And we have no idea what's going to happen. Why? Because the divisions didn't play each other. So there's potential for chaos all over the board. It's fantastic. Yeah, baseball, the new baseball, what we're going to see in 2021 is going to be more like this than it was what we saw up until because you see the opportunities there for the game. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 